Good morning, good morning, and good morning, and welcome to yet another episode of Popping Off Fulfilled the Podcast. Happy Tuesday, co-host. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day, that your week got started off right, and that you're excited about the week to come and the weeks to come because it is the Christmas season. One of my favorites. Um, second to Thanksgiving, of course. Uh, anyway, I missed you guys last week, but I was participating in several activities kind of centered around Giving Tuesday. So for those of you who may not be aware, Giving Tuesday happens the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, and it's this global generosity movement. Um, It's an opportunity to donate to some of your favorite organizations and charities in hopes that there are other donors and and, 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 and contributors who are willing to match those donations to increase the budgets of, again, some of your favorite organizations so they can do more of the good work that they do. Uh, at my job, we always participate in the Salvation Army's Angel Tree Project, um, which is an opportunity to give Christmas to those that are less fortunate. Uh, my department has been doing it for a number of years. I've been doing it for at least the last three years. We normally take several angels, both children and silver bells, so those older angels. And it's just been, it's 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 fun. I enjoy shopping and, you know, getting a little bit of what they want, but also getting some of their needs. This year I got to buy uh, my little guy uh, a monster truck, which was really fun, kind of looking at monster trucks because I can't tell you the last time I've looked at or for a monster truck for anybody. So that was a fun project of trying to figure out, okay, do you think he'll like a Dodge or a Ford or, you know, <laughs> I just have fun. So I hope I pick something that he enjoys um, and that his Christmas is a little brighter because I believe every kid deserves that joy of Christmas um, despite what their family situation might be. And that's why I enjoy participating in the Angel Tree Project. Um, also, one of the things that I have been trying to do, my grandfather was very uh, charitable. And I don't know if he, I don't remember if he changed charities every year, but I know for a fact that he would give to the American Diabetes Association, the the Heart Association, uh, the American Red Cross, and most certainly UNCF. And you know, that, that was kind of those handpicked organizations that he would support. And I don't know if he did it like throughout the year or he just wrote one big check, but I always admired that about him. And he also made sure that it was important, you know, you to to say that, you know, you need to pick organizations that you would like to support and, you know, just go ahead and make that donation. And so I've been doing that. Um, this past year, I gave to Mosaic Youth Theater of Detroit, which I'm a product of, which is really nice because I've already gotten a letter in the mail and somebody from the board called me just to thank me for my contribution, which I thought was awesome. And I also gave to my alma mater, which I credit totally and solely to the fact that after our 10th reunion for Morehouse, uh, someone had the the forethought, the foresight to create a group me for us to stay connected. And every year, there's always this big push and this big drive for our class to contribute. And for the last couple of years, we've been in that top five 
uh, in terms of contributing classes. And, you know, although we're not that far removed from school, many of us are still in a situation where we're paying our student loans. You know, the, the push and the impetus is just to give what you can. Every little bit helps to kind of push our numbers up. And I like the fact that we have that form of accountability and it's kind of cool. And so that's what I was doing all day last week. Although those other donations were virtual, I went to the I went to the actual office, uh, packed up my angel tree things, helped take the other angel tree things down to the big tree. We took a picture. So it was just a whole thing. And so I was busy and that's why I was away from you guys. But I did miss you. Um, Post Thanksgiving has been crazy. I've been dealing with real life adult issues, my body turning against me, but I have lost a few pounds. So I'm not totally upset, (laughs) but just a lot of stuff has been going on. But I really wanted to kind of come on and talk today because whether you know it or not, I have a love-hate relationship with New Year's resolutions. And uh, maybe a season or so ago, maybe even longer than that, I did a podcast that said New Year's is today, bitch, because I really, it's for me. It, it, it was for me. Um, but if it helped you, then great. And it's really just about not putting things off that would make our lives better today until the new year. And I'm guilty of this. And I know that it's my problem and it's my struggle. And I assume that it is the problem and struggle of many. But, you know, we'll put something off a day, a week, a month, a year uh, with this thought process that, uh, you know, that extra day, that extra week, that extra month, or just waiting to the new year is going to make this huge difference. But, or... Or it's going to allow us to just continue to slack off and be lazy or whatever it is to avoid doing what it is that we know we need to do today. And I'm just, I'm really just trying to break that bad habit for myself. And 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 I, I have to assume that it's the bad habit of so many others because people build their lives on these New Year's resolutions that last maybe through the first quarter of the year and then they're back to those old habits and those old ways and i'm really just trying to be more cognizant of making those choices today you know if you need to have a conversation with someone what's the difference between today and tomorrow are you going to be more resolved are you going to feel differently what's the difference of, of putting those things off and so i've just really been trying to do better personally about not making those same choices though you know making those same mistakes i should say of just putting shit off that i know i can get done today you know why wait until the new year to start eating better you know what i'm saying like that extra month of not eating well all it did was more weight on you all it did was increase those numbers that you were looking to decrease in terms of your cholesterol in terms of your uh, a1c in terms of your weight so why just not get her done today? And so that's what today is about, getting her done, getting her done today, whatever that thing is. I know for me, um, I have a couple examples. You know, during the pandemic, before the pandemic, I had started to get to the gym a little more regularly. Um, and I was, I won't say I was enjoying it, but, you know, it was becoming a little bit more routine. And I know how that works because I've done it in the past. I've, said to myself when i go home i'm immediately taking changing my clothes i'm immediately going to the gym i'm immediately going to whatever facility i was working out at whether it was you know la fitness planet fitness or just the gym in my complex at the time i'm like this is what i'm going to do you know i knew 
when I was singing more regularly on Sunday mornings and I knew that I had to lead, I'm like, I got to get up in the morning and run because it makes a difference. So I make the effort to get up that extra 30 minutes, that extra 45 minutes to get to the gym, to run 20, 30 minutes straight, because I know that that's going to make a difference in my sound. It's like the ultimate warm up, better than scales, run a mile, you know? And so, um, pandemic happened, couldn't go to the gym, which was, you know, no great heartbreak for me, but you know, those old habits creep in, you know, you start to, I was eating more, I was drinking more, I wasn't leaving the house. And so I was like, let me do these pushups. So I was doing a push-up challenge. Somebody had challenged me to do a push-ups. It was like 25. And I was like, fuck out of here. Ain't no way I'm doing 25 push-ups. I can barely do five. You know, that was my thought process. And one day I was just like, I'm going to get through it. So I think I started off by trying to do 15 and those, no, maybe 10. Whatever it was, it was the hardest thing I ever had ever done because I had never committed myself to trying to do it. I've always said, "Oh, I can only do a couple of push-ups," and I, and I, and I, you know, I, 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 I'm out. I'm out of the game. But I think it was 15. I, I challenged myself to do 15 push-ups and do 15 push-ups straight. And those 15 push-ups were not easy. They were hard. And I posted it on my Instagram for myself now this is my thing i don't have a problem with doing things um and the byproduct of me doing that particular thing helps other people but i was really doing it for myself and i needed to be accountable so i i knew that it, it was part of the routine i get up i post it on instagram here it goes this is my challenge and it inspired other people i had other people doing it and of course i got a lot of comments uh you're too close to the camera you need to breathe um when are you going to go get your haircut? Because, of course, this was in the height of the pandemic. Um, we tired of seeing your push-up challenges when you go do something different. All types of stimuli, positive, negative, whatever the case. I just did it, you know? And I did it for about a month, and then I cut it out. But I was still doing the push-ups. I just wasn't recording anymore. Um, and I had even gotten to the place where I was, I had committed myself to doing like 100 push-ups a day in various set structure so sometimes it was 15 15 15 sometimes it was 15 20 12 sometimes it was only five but i committed myself to doing at least 100 a day and so the more i did them of course i was able to do more reps shorter sets but you know that i did that and i got it done well along along the way i stopped doing it you know i, I stopped doing it um but i started playing tennis again this year and if you don't know Tennis is more about fitness than anything else. So I committed myself at the top of the year because this is just me deciding to do something different. Even though I started at the top of the year, I waited. I moved into my house. I closed December of last year, almost a year, y'all. Woohoo! Uh, the manor turns one on the 14th. Um, anyway, sidetrack. Um, moved over here and was like, I want to get back into tennis. And I have literally played um, in two leagues, ultimate and, two, and T2 every season this year. So from the top of the year, which would have been technically, I guess, winter. So I play winter, spring, summer, I'm in fall. I just concluded fall. Um, and then winter registration is open now and will be open through January. And so I'll do more than likely I'll do winter. I need to see because the world is opening back up and some of the activities I used to do are, are are starting to get underway. And so I need to look at my time to make sure it's something I can commit to. But my goal is to 
to continue to do it. Well, anyway, I decided to get a coach. It was a guy in my neighborhood. I saw him on the court, asked him if he coached, you know, if he, you know, if he worked with people, he said he did. Started working with him and he has a ball machine. Ball machine is the devil. When we first started, I couldn't get through a basket of balls without being toe down, toe up, completely winded. Um, towards the end of the summer, by the time, you know, we had been working for a couple of months, I could probably get through three buckets of balls and be straight. You know what I'm saying? I've played two and a half hour matches and been good. You know, in terms of when I say good, doesn't mean I didn't have recovery, but I was able to make it through those matches because a lot of what happens the longer you play is just fatigue. And so my commitment to myself was I want to get better. I've been playing tennis since 20. 12 20 2011 something like that in leagues and been trash and I was like I don't want to do that anymore I don't want to keep giving these people 30 and 35 dollars to come out here and look like a louse you know what I'm saying and and making the same mistakes and not actually getting better and improvement so that was a commitment that I made to myself and I've done it and I've stuck to it and I'm so proud of myself because normally I would get discouraged or get distracted or something else would happen or I'll come up with some excuse as to why well this season wasn't good so let me take some time off and let me figure this out and I just kind of dug in and I say all that to say that I started doing push-ups again I'm not recording it I do 15 every morning I don't even remember when I started but I remember that I had been doing it for about a month and then one day I didn't do it and my normal attitude is oh well I fucked it up I'm supposed to do it for 30 days straight and I only made it to day 22 and so it's over you know it's over for me and because I didn't have that Instagram accountability it was easy for me to get in my own head but I was like I'm not going to do that this time and it doesn't matter if day 23 is actually day two because I had to start over that's the that's what I'm trying to break you know that's the cycle that I'm trying to break the getting in my head to it, it, it because I didn't hold myself to this perfect schedule doesn't mean that I'm not making progress and it's not a good thing and that I should just chuck it up as a loss and discount these next several days of the month and just start over in September when I can just keep pressing and in September it's like well now I know that I've missed a day in, in August I won't miss a day in September you know I'll be cognizant of that I'll push myself um, another example I'll give you flossing so I have pretty good teeth at least that's what my dentist and hygienist say and um, even though I have cavities I have all 36 of my teeth that includes the four wisdom teeth and they're not bothering me so my dentist is like if they're not bothering you don't bother them so even though they can be hard to reach and there is there tends to be a little bit more buildup back there when I go to the dentist for the most part they're healthy and I'm just fortunate you know it's no nothing I did because some people have wisdom teeth that just come in bad you know and there's nothing you can do about that but you know I'm always reminded you have good teeth you have healthy teeth it's a terrible misnomer that says that you can't have your teeth your entire life. You can. You don't have to get implants. You don't have to get partials. You don't have to get veneers. You can have your teeth based on your level of care. Um, some people are scared of the dentist. I guess I started going at a very early age, so I'm not. So I'm good with that. But I've just been terrible about flossing. I don't brush twice a day. There's so many things that I don't do that I should be doing. And that's why I know that genetics play a very good role in the fact that I have pretty good teeth but as you get older even your genetics can sometimes turn on you which is what I'm dealing now with my stomach issues but I'm just saying all this to say that 
the last time I was at the dentist, she was like, you got to floss more. You have to commit to floss more. It was more bleeding than normal. It was a whole mess. And so I was like, oh, I hate flossing, yada, yada, yada. But I just was like, feel, you don't have any excuse. You need to stop being lazy. You just need to do it. You need to commit. You need to make it work. And so I have literally been flossing every day consecutively for several weeks. I really don't know how long it's been, but I make it a point. When I wake up in the morning, after I do my push-ups, when I get ready to go in the bathroom, I floss, I brush. That's my thing. And it's just being consistent. And it's just not allowing a day off. Now, I haven't taken a day off from flossing. Since I started, I have flossed every day, no matter what the situation. If I'm running late, it doesn't matter. I'm flossing because I know for me, that's a trigger. I will not floss. And then one day turns into two days, turns into three days. Now it's like, I'm not flossing regularly anymore. And I refuse to go backwards because it's good for me. You know, I, you know, it's good for me. And I don't want to get into that habit. So I'm just saying all this to say how important it is to do the things that you know are necessary that need to be done today. Don't wait to January 1st. January 1st ain't promised. I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds cliche, but it's real. I literally just sang at the memorial service from a, for a 37-year-old woman who, you know, for all intents and purposes, was just traveling home after having a wonderful weekend here, fellowship and sisterhood and, and boom life. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't want to take any of those things, any of those opportunities for granted. Uh, I don't want to wait to do something today. That's going to make my life better today. You know what I'm saying? Flossing makes my life better today. Doing my pushups makes my life better today. Being, uh, committed to my fitness goals in terms of how I play tennis makes my life better today. Longevity. I got three small godchildren, um, and I want to be here. I don't even have kids yet, but I want to be here for my godkids. I want to be able to run and jump, um, because God knows they're, they're all very small. <laughs> and in 10 years, I'll be 10 years older and they're still, they'll still be small. So, <laughs> I mean, I want to be as active as I possibly can in their lives. And so being healthy, being here is, is part of it. I know the diabetes and high blood pressure and hypertension and high cholesterol and heart disease runs rampant in my family. So if I know that and I and I see that there are things going on in my chart, and, and just by the way, I have a healthy report, so we're good. But I'm just saying if I notice that, that, that there are things that are changing, why say, oh, well, you know what? I'm a... I'm going to slouch out the rest of the year, but I'm going to be on it the first of the year. No, 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 no. Make the moves today that you know will improve your life today. Why wait? You know, have that conversation. Write that business plan. This is for me. Write that business plan. Um, take that lesson, you know. Uh, whether it is a lesson in writing, a lesson in singing, a lesson in swimming, also for me, um, you know, make that savings goal, make that sacrifice, whatever it is, start doing it today. It doesn't become any easier January 1st. That The secret's out. So just in case you didn't know, I want you to know, whatever it is that you want to do moving forward, um, lose weight, save more money, um, uh, be more, be more, res more responsible in terms of, um, um, whatever it is you want to do, 
that book you want to read, you want to be a better reader, you want to be a more consistent reader, study time, whatever it is, it doesn't get any easier on January 1st. It doesn't get any easier. It just becomes another task that you need to get done. So why wait? Today is as good a day as any. Today is December 7th. It's a Tuesday. Uh, we're fresh in the month. Start it today. Whatever it is you want to do, start it today. And like I said, this is for me. Um, if this helps you, phenomenal. <clears throat> Great. But this is for me. I'm starting it today. Well, I've already started some things. But there are other things that I need to get off my ass and do that I need to do today. Like sitting down and writing out what my wishes are. I never thought that at 36 years old, I would literally be saying, it's a good idea for me to write down what it is I want in case something happens that that I didn't expect. You know what I'm saying? I have a house now. So what do I want to be done with my house? You know, do I want to keep it in the family? Do I want people to sell it? What do I want? Do I want them? To, you know, what do I want to be done with my house? What do I want my, where do I want my belongings to go? If I got money here, where does this money show? Those are things that I need to do. It's not an easier conversation or easier task in January. So why wait? <laughs> you know, January 1st is a long way where anything can happen between here and now. And I'm not saying that things will happen. You know, I work in an industry that's about preparation for the unexpected, the untimely. I work in financial services. I work in the insurance industry. Nobody wants to die, uh, especially not prematurely, but it's about having things in place so that if something does happen, things can be taken care of. That's the real conversation. It's the conversation that we need to have with our families. It's conversation, well, first, it's the conversation we need to have with ourselves, being real with ourselves. Do we have certain things in place? And then secondly, it's the conversation we need to be having with our families and our loved ones. What do you want? What are your wishes? I have to have some of these tough conversations with some people that I love very dearly, but I need to know because I don't wanna be surprised. I've been surprised once in my life. My mother passed, surprised. And <laughs> it was a whole list and litany of things that needed to be done that I was unaware of, that I did not know. Thankfully, I had some support to say, this is how you handle this particular situation. But if, if, if blindsided was a situation, sign me up for that <laughs> and I don't want to be in that situation and I don't want anybody else to be in that situation and so I say all these things because I've learned so much um in a very short period of time because my life has not been that long but I've learned so much in a very short period of time and I feel like I'm a student of life but more importantly I'm a teacher of life and that's why this podcast has been so monumental for me because it's an opportunity for me to unofficially teach because I'm nobody's counselor or therapist. So I always preface anything that I say with, this is what I would do. This is how I think, this is how I feel. Um, I support going to a professional to talk about all of these things. These are just my experiences and the sum total of experiences that I have witnessed and observed, observed uh, through friends and family but it gives me an opportunity to unofficially hold court, to have class, and just impart a little bit of wisdom because 
I do think I got a little bit of that. You know, I have a lot to learn, but I've learned a lot and I just want to share and I, I, I want better for myself. And so I want better for the people that I love and the people that and a lot of the people that I love listen to this podcast. And so whatever it is, whatever it is that you're saying to yourself, I'm going to do later, whether later is this afternoon, later is tomorrow, later is next week or next month or later is your new year do it now make the move now you won't be sorry you won't regret it you'll be very excited that you did and you'll feel good about yourself like i feel great that i and i know it's minor but i feel great that i've been flossing regularly i feel great that i've still been doing the push-ups and let me tell you some days it ain't 20. some days it ain't 20. Some days it's 15, some days it's 19 because I can't push to that. Well, I probably could, but we'll just say for the sake of this conversation, someday I can't push to that, 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 that 20th push up. I don't have it in me, but I don't allow that to discourage me. I just say, Hey, my best today was 18. My best today was 17. We'll try 20 tomorrow and nine times out of 10, the next day is a better day. But I feel that much better because I know that I didn't, I did not not do it the day before because then that makes it harder. Like that's the crazy thing. Like a day of not doing push-ups feels like a week of not doing push-ups. So that one day that I skipped for whatever reason, lazy, um, got caught up doing other shit, whatever the reason was behind it, behind me not doing it, the next day is that much worse. And what I can say is if I don't do 20 today, which I did, <laughs> if I don't do 20 today, chances are I'll do 20 tomorrow. You know, chances are I'll do 20 the following day. But if I didn't do any today, 10 would feel like pushing a boulder up a hill wearing uh wearing shoes with no grip (laughs) when it's wet outside like literally that's the analogy that I'm using but anyway I'm rambling at this point I wanted to get this off my chest I hope that's it I hope that this helps someone um I transparency is so difficult you know, I think we all struggle with it and we struggle with it in, in varying degrees. Uh, we can be very transparent in certain situations and with certain people, but not holistically. And I really am thankful and grateful to this podcast because it has pushed me. It has forced me to be transparent um, and be honest about things that are going on with me and my life, whether it be my mental my spiritual my financial my my relationships with my family or with a love interest or with friends it really has pushed me to just lay it all out there and i'm grateful for it and i'm extremely extremely grateful for it so why wait that's the post that's the hashtag why wait get her done today whatever it is get her done i love y'all for real continue to like continue to post continue to share um 
I don't have any wild promises to make you about what's going to happen next or who's going to be on. Um, I'm just extending myself a little bit more grace, which is something I'll talk about a little bit later on uh, in another podcast. Uh, Just some of the lessons that I've learned this year that I'm trying to incorporate every day. Um, I've just learned to extend a little more grace to myself. So when it doesn't happen like I thought it should happen in my uh, Virgo perfectionism, <laughs> it's okay and it's cool. So uh, just continue to tune in, continue to support me, continue to encourage me. And you do that by liking and sharing and commenting and letting other people know that this is available to them. Maybe there's somebody in your life who needs to hear one of the 1,000 podcasts I've done in the last four seasons. Um, And that would be great. Because again, if me being transparent, if me being honest about things that I'm struggling with are helping other people, then I know that the job is getting done and I am doing what it is I'm supposed to do. Whether it is on this small scale or whether it blows up one day. You know, who knows? One day I might be sitting across from... Uh, uh, from, uh, I can't think of anybody's name, a big podcaster, uh, shit, the read. Maybe I'll be sitting across from them one day on a panel talking about my podcast journey. Who knows? But if it doesn't happen, it's all good because I know that I've been able to help so many people, um, that I love and who love me. So have a wonderful rest of your week. Um, attack whatever it is get her done and i will see you good people when i see you peace